0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From KCBS
1: Radio, I'm Mallory Samara, in for Matt Pittman, and this is Bay Current for Wednesday, June 8th. Yesterday was Election Day. And while eyes across the country honed in on the heated recall race of the progressive justice reform-focused San Francisco District Attorney Chase Aboudin, on the other side of the Bay Bridge, another progressive civil rights attorney came out on top in the Alameda County District Attorney primaries. Pamela Price, who also ran in 2018 against outgoing DA Nancy O'Malley, won 40% of the county's vote. And the runner-up? Terry Wiley, an assistant DA with 31% of the vote. If these results stay close in the next few days, as the rest of the ballots are counted, Price and Wiley will go head-to-head in the November general election. This week's results look good for Price. She promises a more public-facing office than O'Malley and DAs prior, who have gained reputations for making the public wait months or years to provide reports of investigations of things like possible police misconduct. But the election in November could yield different results because Price is up against a seasoned chief deputy district attorney, Terry Wiley, who's currently the third highest ranking member of the office. I was able to get more insight from Dr. Melinda Johnson, Professor of Political Science at San Jose State University.
0: Thank you so much, Professor Jackson, for joining me today. Yesterday, we had a pretty historic election in Alameda County for the district attorney, and it was the first time in decades that we didn't have an incumbent or someone who was assigned to the role. Could you just Tell me how big of a deal that is and why Nancy O'Malley
2: decided not to continue or to assign someone else. Well, it is a historic thing. We usually don't see these open seats for district attorney. It tends to be um, a position that uh, we see incumbents stay in for a while, as Nancy O'Malley did. Her decision to step down, I think, you know, has to do in part with you know, normal uh, personal choices about retirement, but also, you know, criticism over police accountability and um, some of the fatal officer involved shootings that we've seen. And so having this open seat really creates an opportunity um, for, as we saw four candidates here to step in and With the outcome of the election yesterday, with the two candidates going to the runoff in November, I think it's going to be very interesting to see how that race pans out, because Pamela Price obviously is coming in as the outsider candidate, the defense attorney, the civil rights attorney who really wants to change the approach to issues like police accountability, whereas Terry Wiley is more of the insider candidate. So it'll be a really interesting contest, I think in November when we see a higher turnout as well, kind of a repeat perhaps of the 2018 race where we had Pamela Price versus Nancy O'Malley. And, you know, we, we might see a different outcome this time. Now, this is
0: a little bit different than what we saw happen last night across the Bay in San Francisco with the recall of district attorney, Chase Boudin, Can you just sort of talk about the, just the differences there? You know, now Alameda County, it seems that they are maybe favoring a more progressive district attorney, whereas in San Francisco, they've, you know, recalled someone who is known to be more progressive.
2: Yeah. So Pamela Price definitely falls into that camp of the progressive prosecutors that we've seen elected, you know, in San Francisco with Jason Boudin, in LA with George Gascon, and so we've seen voters willing to take that chance of going in a different direction to really take a different approach to prosecution. And then we saw last night in San Francisco that the voters, you know, were not happy with that choice. Um, one could argue that perhaps he wasn't given enough time to really fully implement um his agenda, but uh, the voters have spoken and they were willing to recall him after just two years in office. So um, when we look at the runoff that's coming in the Alameda County DA's race in November, um, it's important to notice that Pamela Price, although she did come in first, this was in a four-way race and she had only 40% of the vote. So that's not enough to win. All right. Um, uh, You know, once we're in a two person race in November. So I think the result is likely to be much closer in uh, the midterm election and then it will really be an open question whether Oakland voters are willing to go with the outsider, you know, kind of the reform candidate or the insider experienced you know, person from within the DA's office.
0: Yeah. And I guess on that note, you know, we have two people, we have Pamela Price, we have Terry Wiley, Um, like you said, Terry Wiley, I mean, 32 year veteran of the Alameda DA's office, Um, a lot of experience there, Pamela Price, she's got the backing of the families of Oscar Grant and Jacob Bauer, um, who is a major donor in her campaign, I guess when we're looking at where Oakland and where Alameda County is at now, why these two candidates? Why do you think that they sort of came out on top amongst the four?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that they do represent the the two sides. We had two kind of outsider candidates in the race and two insider candidates. And um, so Terry Wiley, you know, is the more experienced of the two insiders um, and had the endorsement of Nancy O'Malley, the outgoing DA. So perhaps it's not surprising that he kind of, you know, carried that mantle um, and ended up uh, in the runoff. It's gonna be a different election in November though. We're gonna see much higher turnout, hopefully. Um, but you know, the the turnout for this primary is looking like uh it may even be a historic low. And what that means is, you know, that the uh the electorate is is not necessarily representing the whole community. And what what I'm seeing in looking at the pattern of results from yesterday's election is that it seems like there was pretty strong. Uh, labor turnout and turnout on the left, uh, with the exception perhaps of the Chase of Boudin recall. but you know if we look at the other races, we are seeing you know these progressive labor oriented candidates coming out on top in a lot of in a lot of places, um, which is perhaps not surprising because unions are historically good at turning out their voters. So with that said, it's going to be a completely different electorate that we see in November, and we will likely see more moderate and conservative voters turning out who may be more likely to support Terry Wiley. So I think it's going to be a really tight contest that could go either way in November.
0: Pamela Price has the endorsements of scholar, activist Angela Davis, Danny Glover, anti-police, terror project, co-founder Kat Brooks, even the former Oakland mayor, Jing Kwan. And what kind of pull or what kind of impact do you have you seen um endorsements have on these DA candidates in the
2: past. Well, it's kind of a new thing that we're seeing so much attention on these DA races. Um, in the past, they've tended to be kind of a snooze fest, and you know, not not a lot of attention. Um, but we're seeing more conversation about the role of the district attorney. um, And, you know, going along with this real debate we're having right now about how to approach these issues and, you know, how to address police violence in the community, the rise in violent crime, you know, people have um, different opinions about these things. And I think it's actually a healthy thing to be having this debate. So with these um, types of local elections, people do use endorsements as, you know, a piece of information that may influence them. The kind of endorsements that Pamela Price has, you know, are very um, lefty credentials. Right. I mean, uh, I think those endorsements will be attractive to progressive voters on the left, but they may actually have a backlash effect against, you know, with more moderate voters that, mm-hmm. um, you know, they may not necessarily um Be as willing to support a candidate with those kinds of endorsements. It might scare some voters off. It is interesting and I think an important development to see the kind of attention that is being put on these local races. I think partly we're seeing that excitement and energy around these DA races because we don't have really competitive races in California for you know, the top positions like governor, right. even the congressional districts, we only have a couple of competitive races. So that really is putting more attention on these local races this year. Well, thank you
0: so much, Professor Jackson. I appreciate your time and your insight today. Okay, you're uh, welcome.
1: New episodes are out every day and we'd love to be a part of your daily routine please subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app or just about anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also check us out on YouTube on the KCBS Radio YouTube page. That's it for today's Bay Current. I'm Mallory Samara in for Matt Pittman. We'll chat with you again tomorrow.